Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, we pray. Amen. Last week we began preparing for the prayer that we will say today, our covenant prayer. The prayer that goes... I lost my bookmark already. The prayer that goes, I am no longer my own but yours. Put me to what you will. Rank me with whom you will. Put me to doing, put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside for you. Exalted for you or brought low for you. Let me be full, let me be empty. Let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and wholeheartedly yield all things to your pleasure and disposal. We began preparing for the prayer that we that special prayer that we will say as part of our communion service today. And it's a prayer that I would encourage you to have next to your bed so that every morning when you wake up, you can commit yourself anew to laying aside yourself to God's glory. It's an act of surrender. It's an act of saying, Lord, I can't do this in my own strength, in my own power. And it's an act of victory, saying, Lord, with you, everything is possible. And no matter how many times we confess our need for God's strength and our weakness, you know that all of us always return to trying to, doing, trying to do things on our own. Trying to earn God's love. Trying to earn God's grace. Trying to bring the kingdom of God in our own power. And there's that voice, I don't know where it comes, perhaps it's from the evil one, that whispers always in our ear, you are not good enough. You are not good enough. The effort you make is not enough. You are not good enough. And the psalm that we read today leads us to reflect on the relationship that we should have with God. That relationship of a weaned child in its mother's embrace, sitting on its mother's lap. The mother whispering words of love, I imagine, in the child's ear, accepting and loving, as God shows us how to accept and love. Last week we read those challenging words from Matthew's Gospel, Be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. We read from Leviticus chapter 19 verse 2, Be holy as God is holy. We realize that holiness and perfection is becoming the loving kind of person that God created us to be. Loving indiscriminately and with generosity as God loves. And Paul puts it so beautiful in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 where he says, If I do not have love, I gain nothing. And it's not by our own effort and our own strength that we learn to love those around us or love as God teaches us to love. But only when we surrender all of our desires, our powers to God, and put them in God's hands. As Jesus says in the Gospel today, no one can serve two masters. Only one master. And that master would be God. So I want us to reflect on these beautiful scriptures that have These scriptures were set long before I decided that this would be a covenant service today. And I was so surprised when I 
when I looked at how the texts for this Sunday really match up to what we are doing as we surrender ourselves to God. It is as if God was trying to tell us something in these texts today. That text from Psalm 131 about the child sitting on its mother's lap. That image of surrender, that's what our covenant is as we lay aside all our power to God. That image from Isaiah chapter 49 of the exiles returning to God. And it's all a gift of grace, is it not? It's not because the exiles were, were righteous or good. It's because God loved them, that he returned them to Israel, the land from which they had been exiled. And that passage again from Isaiah, Can a woman forget her nursing child? Or show no compassion for the child of her womb? See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Verse 16. Words spoken to those exiles returning to Israel 500 years before the time of Christ. And in Isaiah's time, that phrase inscribed on the palms of my hands would have referred to the markings of ownership which a slave received. But today, 2,000 years later, we recognize that line, See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands as a kind of fore image of Jesus, opening up his arms to us, showing us the extent of his love, reminding us of his crucifixion for us. See, I have marked you on the palms of my hands. We know that it is only in surrender, only in receiving the love that God offers us, that we are able to be saved. It is not in our own power. It is not through our own strength. It is simply through surrendering ourselves to God. And we hear those comforting words from Matthew chapter 6, 24-34. Do not worry about your life. Jesus says, Can anyone by worrying add a single hour to your span of life? And what he's speaking about is surrendering yourself completely to God's will in your life. Stop trying to take control of your own destiny. Surrender yourself to God completely. No one can serve two masters. Trust in God. And you know what? God worries about you on your behalf because God loves you. I often tell the story of how I, want, I didn't really want to become a minister. I knew God wanted me to become a minister, but I thought it was a terrible idea. Uh, I, wanted, I wanted to be rich and powerful like everybody else in the world, I suppose. And I resisted the call to become a minister for years. And when I did, I realized that it was the best possible thing that I could do for me. I enjoy my job so much. I enjoy the work so much. I enjoy being a minister so much. And I didn't think that I would. But God knew what was the right path for me. God had the plans that I thought I was making for me in His heart. Because when I was considering going into the ministry, a friend of mine said, said to me, I said, like, how, do you, 
how do you manage to survive as you get sent from place to place and do all these things? And he said to me, God's love will never take me where his grace cannot provide for me. God's love will never take me where his grace cannot provide for me. We want to hold on to our own power and our own strength. We don't want to surrender to God because we don't trust God as we should. But as we pray this prayer of surrender, saying, I am no longer my own but yours, put me to what you will, rank me with whom you will, we place ourselves in the hands of someone who loves us more than we love ourselves. We place our hands, our lives in the hands of someone who loves us more than we love ourselves. A God who cares for us more than we care for ourselves. And it might seem frightening and scary to surrender our will to God's will. But if you think about it, it is in fact the most intelligent thing that you could do. He is worthy of our offering ourselves. We speak of worship or worship, acknowledging God's worth. And God has earned our trust by living and dying for us on the cross, showing us the extent of his love. I have written you on the palms of my hands. See. Can you by worrying make God love you more? Can you by worrying change your own heart? Can you by worrying add a day to your life? Can you in your own power become the person that God wants you to be? I don't think any of us can. But Jesus asks us simply to turn our lives over to him. To trust in him completely. Simply saying, Lord, I can not do this on my own. I can only do it with your help and grace. And then through our weakness and our surrender, God brings his kingdom to bear on the world. I want to invite you this morning, as you consider the words of our covenant prayer, as you surrender yourself again to God, I want to invite you to simply trust in Him. To take that bold step of saying, Lord, send me where you want me. Rank me with whom you will. Put me to what you will. Put me to doing or even put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside for you. Let me be exalted for you or brought low for you. Let me be full and let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. As we freely and wholeheartedly remember our offering of our lives to God once again this morning.